Praise the Lord, this is Brother Julius Adiwumi. We are still going we are still going on with the uh, Gospel of John chapter 5. We are now in verse 19 where the Lord Jesus Christ, as I said, began to tell us the privileges that He has as a Son of God and the same privileges we that become sons of God we enjoy when we come to that maturity because as many as have received him to them give you power to become the sons of God so let's read from verse 19 of Gospel of John chapter 5 I see these privileges as listed by, by as mentioned by the Lord Jesus Christ so then said Jesus unto them he was talking to the apostles to the Jews that were conf confronting him because he was it was by it was uh, healing the sick on the Sabbath day, so it was all about the Sabbath day in this on this particular discussion. He said it, they persecuted Christ because he was healing on the Sabbath, day, and Christ was addressing that in verse nineteen. He said, "Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he said the Father do. For what things soever he doeth, this also doeth the Son likewise." And that is the first. Pronouncement that is the Lord Jesus Christ is saying he, everything he is doing, the healing of the sick that he's doing, the Father showed it to him. And the Father showed, the Lord Christ said, You see a lame man that's walking, and he saw a vision, the Father told him what to do. Then he just have to do it. You can't say, Well, today is Sabbath day, Father, I can't do it on Sabbath day. No, it's Sabbath day to God is, is for man, not for, not, he said, he said, The Sabbath starting, we were on Gospel of John chapter 5, and I'm starting from verse 19. And in this verse 19, to the end, the Lord Jesus Christ discussing about the fact that he was healing on the Sabbath day, was addressing this in chapter 5, verse 19. And he was telling the, this pronouncement that he was saying, was talking about how why he himself being a son of God, and how the son of God is relating to the Father. And he said in verse 19 that the son can do nothing of himself what he said the Father do. But what things ever he doeth, this also doeth the son likewise. In short, he was trying to make the Jews realize that the father showed him what to do in every case. Like you see a lame man that is walking, and the father showed him what to do, and he had to do it. He can't say, Well, today is Sabbath, you can't do it on Sabbath day because the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. That's what the Lord just said in that place. So he was saying, The son can do nothing of himself. What he said, the father do, that's what he does. To make them say that it is the Father that tells him to do what he does, and it doesn't matter whether it's Sabbath day or not Sabbath day. And he went further in verse 20, he said, For the Father loved the Son, and showed him all things that himself doeth, and he will show him greater words than this that he, he may marvel. marvel. Remember, I also said this announcement of the Lord Jesus Christ about himself is actually telling us, we that are that are to become sons of God by the power that he has given to us. We will have these privileges also. 
the privileges that we will hear the Father tell us to do something because we are going to be working for God in the universe. And the Father in us will be manifest, showing to us what to do. And he said the Son can do it. He said then we are to line up as sons of God and only do what the Father says. And that's what example Lord Jesus Christ is showing to us here that the Son can do nothing of himself. But what he said the Father do? What is he do it? He this do it the Son likewise. And then he went for them verse 12 and said, The Father loved the Son and showed him all things that he himself doeth. He said, He will show him greater words than this that he may marvel. That is, it was Christ was telling them that the Father will show him, the Son of God, greater works than just healing the sick. Verse 21. For as the Father raised up the dead and quickened them, even so the Son quickened whom he will. Now that is a privilege that he is saying the Son, which is Jesus Christ, and that will be a privilege that we sons of God also we have in the end when we become sons of God. I will say, as the Bible says, as many as received Christ, to them he gave the power to become sons of God. So that means when we come to that maturity, the fullness of the search of Christ, we become sons of God then these privileges will be ours also. But as the Father quickened the dead, that is the dead in the dead physical people, their body is dead. See, Christ said he could call them back, quicken them, make them alive. The Son of God can call them back. The same way, when we become sons of God, we will be able to call the dead back to life. That's what he's saying. Our privileges also will be as sons of God. So he's typifying what a son of God will be when we become sons of God. And he came to demonstrate it for us. Because that is the that is the nature he gave to Adam in the first place. Adam lost. Now we also will come to that nature of sons of God. We'll be able to control things on this planet. That even death we control it. Somebody fall down there, we just call him back to life. Make their body healthy again. So that is the son, son of God power or privilege. And he came and demonstrated it and showed it to us that this is exactly what he has, and we also we have that when we become sons of God. Verse 22. For the Father judgeth no man, but has committed all judgment unto the Son. What judgment? The judgment at the end of the world. It is the Son of God that is going to judge the world. That is Christ. Jesus Christ. That all men should honor the Son even as they honor the Father. He that honoreth not the Son, honoreth not the Father which has sent him. Verse 24, very, very nice unto you. He that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me has everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. See, that by just believing in Lord Jesus Christ, you that listen to me, if you are just uh, of another religion, by believing in Lord Jesus Christ, that's how you can get everlasting life. That's why he has said, he said, when you are believing in Lord Jesus Christ, you have life. And you shall not come into condemnation, that is the wrath of God that's coming upon the world, being thrown to the lake of fire. You will not be condemned in that one because you have the Son of God in you. Verse 25. Very, very, I say unto you, the hour is coming. And now is, that is right from the time he was talking, when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God, and they that hear shall live. Now, the Lord is going to use the word Son of God here. Comparing that with son of man, he always called himself son of man. But now he's using he was son of God. It means this is not just for him. This is for the privilege that sons of God we have when we become sons of God by growth. He said, as many as received Christ, to them gave you power to become power to become sons of God. Power to become sons of God. 
So that power is the born again experience, and the Holy Ghost He gives to us to make us grow. We will become sons of God in the fullness of the church of Christ. Then we we have this privilege that He mentioned here that the Son of God will be able to call the dead back to life. And that's what he said in verse 45, that the hour is coming and now is what? When the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God and every Son of God, we have to do the same thing. When we come to that sonship. And they that hear shall live. That is, when this call, whoever hear that voice in the spirit world, call his name or her name, will live, come back alive. Verse 26. For as the Father has life in himself, so has he given to the Son to have life in himself. Talking about himself, that the life, what is this life? The life that we quicken the dead is what he's talking about. That's what he said. And has given him authority to execute judgment also because he is the Son of Man. Now, this Jesus Christ coming as a human being, call himself Son of Man, that he's going, going to judge human beings. And that's why he said he has given him the authority to, to execute judgment because he is the Son of Man. People are going to say, well, you don't, uh, you remember in the book of Job, Job was addressing God and saying, you don't know what we go through. You are not, you don't have eyes like man. You don't have uh, feeble things like us. And God said, okay, I will come like a human being too. So God came as a human being. So that's why Jesus Christ is going to judge the, your human race. Because of that statement of Job that said, leave me alone. Don't, you, don't, you don't have eyes like men. You don't know what we are going through. Well, I know what you are going through. I'm going to go through the same thing. And Jesus Christ went through the same thing without sin. And so that's why he's going to judge the world. Verse 28. Marvel not at this. For the hour is coming in the which all. Remember the word all. I emphasize that. All that are in the graves. Graves. Every grave on earth. Shall hear his voice. The voice of the Son of God. And shall come forth. They that have done good unto the resurrection of life. And they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. That is talking about the resurrection at the end of all things. Which the angel prophesied in the book of Daniel chapter 12. That some will resurrect unto life, some will resurrect unto, unto shame and, uh, and damnation in chapter 12 of, us, of Daniel. And Jesus Christ said, he is the one that is going to do that. Because he just said, the Son of God, they will hear the voice of the Son of God. And all of them shall come forth. And then you also see that in the book of 1 Corinthians, where it says, the, the trumpet shall sound, the Lord shall shout. He said that the, at, the, at the last trump, at the voice of the archangel, and that was the voice of the Lord Jesus Christ in the voice of the archangel. And he went further, I said, let's read that, let's, let me read that in, uh, in two places where there will be the calling of the dead. The first one is in Colossians, 1 Corinthians. Where Apostle Paul said, and the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and we shall be changed incorruptible. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Where he said, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of that eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, which shall be changed incorruptible. For this corruptible, that is chapter 15, first Corinthians chapter 15, from verse 51. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep. He's talking about the, the rapture. That some of this, some of us will still be alive. 
that we, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, that's the trumpet of angel. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal shall put on immortality. The last trump is what the angel also mentioned in the book of Daniel chapter 12. And this guy was saying, it is his voice that will call them back to life. And that's what he said in Matthew, in John chapter 8, chapter 5, we are reading from verse 28 and 29. That's, not at this, for the hour is coming, in the which all that are in the grace shall hear his voice and shall come forth. They that have done good unto the resurrection of life, they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. And the angel in Daniel chapter 12 mentioned that also that Michael shall stand up at the last and verse 1. Daniel chapter 12. At that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people, and there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even to that same time, and at that time thy people shall be delivered. Everyone that shall be found written in the book, verse 2 is what I was going, and many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. Praise the Lord. Let me just do this. Okay. Let's continue. We are going through this Matthew, uh, Gospel of John chapter 5. And we are now in verse 30. In verse 30, he just said, I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just because I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father which has sent me. And that's a key point that is, he said, I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge. The Lord is giving us an example that we must hear from the Father. So it's this father's word we are seeing. Especially when it comes to judging. And Christ said he doesn't judge by his own desire, but whatever the father tells him, that's what he says. Verse 31 says, If I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. There's another that bearing witness of me, and I know that the witness which he witnessed of me is true. He said unto John, or John the Baptist. And he bear witness unto the truth. I mean, he said, you guys, Jews, you have asked John the Baptist. He told them, he told you that I am the Messiah. That's what he meant. But I receive not testimony from man. But this is I say that ye might be saved. Now, referring to John the Baptist, he said, John the Baptist, he was a burning and a shining light. And you were willing for a season to rejoice in his light. But I have greater witness than that of John. For the works which the Father has given me to finish, the same works that I do, bear witness of me that the Father has sent me. In short, the Lord Jesus was saying, all the miracles he was doing, you know, John the Baptist didn't do any miracle. But all the miracles that the Lord Jesus Christ was doing was a witness to the fact that God was the one that sent him, or that's why he said the Father sent me. That's why the miracles were a witness, a, a evidence to that, yes. That's why when in chapter 3, Nicodemus said, no man can do all this miracle that you are doing except God be with him. See, that's what the miracles were to do. It was to call attention. So many times in Nigeria, people are looking for signs and wonders. Signs and wonders are only to call attention. 
But calling attention to one minister of pressure is one thing. Where that minister of pressure is leading you to is very important. That's why Jesus Christ, in the book of the prophets, he said, if a man performs signs and wonders, don't just follow him. They lose this watch where it's leading you to. Is he leading you closer to God or away from God? So know whether he's a true, true prophet or false prophet. So Jesus Christ said, these miracles are evidence that the Father has sent him. Now they were to come and listen to him because he is the Father manifesting the flesh. And those that listen to him are blessed because he said, I will give you living water, which is the Holy Spirit that is given to us. Verse 37. And the Father himself, which has sent me, has borne witness of me. Ye have neither heard his voice at any time, nor seen his shape. And ye have known this word abiding in you, for whom he has sent him, ye believe not. But that now search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life. And they are they which testify, that is challenging the Jews. That you go search the laws of Moses, you go and search the prophets, you go and search the scriptures. They are all pointing to him as the Messiah. But see, it takes Holy Ghost to reveal to them. Because all the books of Psalms that are reported in the Torah later, that King David, when he said this in the book of Psalms, it was talking about the Messiah. It was only by the Holy Ghost that we are understanding it now. Those people just thought it was just some songs, songs of songs that David was singing. And they make it like a hymn book. But see, there are sometimes many of them are prophesying about the Messiah that was coming. That's why I told them, search the scriptures. You know that eternal life is in that scripture, but they are, the scripture point to him, the Messiah. And he said, You shall not come to me that you might be saved, that you might have life. I receive not honor from men, but I know you that you have known the love of God in you. Verse 14 says, I am come in my Father's name, and ye receive me not. If another shall come in his own name, him ye will receive. What does the Lord mean by that? The Lord Jesus came as a prophet. Doing the work of the Father, I mean, signs and wonders, miracles, healing the sick. But these people are looking for a political Messiah. They are not looking for a spiritual Messiah. A political Messiah that will deliver them from the Roman Empire. Will drive all the Roman soldiers out of the place and become king and rule. That's the one they were looking for in that generation. But you see, God was more interested in saving our soul from sin so that we can have help from God. Say, but it's just repentance. You have to repent, turn back to God, then God can become your father indeed and help you in everything that you need to you need or not. But see, the Jews were in that generation were only looking for a political messiah because they thought the Romans uh, rule over them. They don't want to be ruled by other foreign foreign nation. They want to be ruling themselves. And actually, they didn't like Herod. Herod, they said Herod was not a, a, a Jew, and so they are not ready to accept Herod as their king. So those are all the things they were confronting in that generation that they were presenting. So they wanted a political messiah. And that's why he said, I come in my father's name and you receive me not. Another one will come in his own name. That is a, a, a so-called leader will come that will say we, he wanted to lead them out of a Roman Empire. But not that he will show signs and wonders. He just wants to show violence. And they got that in the time of the 70 AD. One of their leaders, one of the people among them rose up and went to rebel against the Romans. And got, they all got destroyed. You see. But that was uh, what he meant that another will come in his own name, you receive him. He won't say you he won't come as a prophet or doing something like that. You just come like a political person. And they will follow that one. And they did. And they were all destroyed by the Romans in those in that generation. 
And at the end of the world, too, there will be another called Antichrist, a politician, a leader of the world, a ruler of the world in the end time. We call him the Antichrist. The Bible has already prophesied that that will happen at the end of the world. He will come, the prince that shall come, the Bible calls it in the book of Daniel chapter 9. The prince that shall come is going to be a, the ruler, a world ruler. And we come to the Jews. And right now, they have a new country called Israel also. And those Jews that don't believe Christ are still the ones that are in Israel right now. As well, the rabbinic ones, the religious ones, not, not the ones that have given their life to Christ, but those that are still ruling the temple or want to build another temple. Those are the rabbinic Jews. They don't believe Jesus Christ. They are Messiah. Then this ruler of the world called the Antichrist, we come to them and help them build the temple, allow them to build that temple. And they will say, that's their Messiah, but he's just a world ruler, politician. And then you come, he's the one that the Bible says, he will come into that temple and say, he is the God, because he was the one to help them build that temple, they allow them to build the temple. And they will follow it, and then there will be a massacre. And that has been prophesied. He said, another way coming in, so they will say he's a prophet, doing something wonder like Jesus Christ did. No, he will come like a politician, politician again at the end of the world and try to settle the problem between the Jews and the Palestinians and making them sign an accord, an agreement, like all the American government are trying to do. And that will come at the end of the world to be a false, false messiah. And they will follow that until the end they all got destroyed. I just pray that the Lord will give you understanding all these things that we are saying. But for the first, how can ye believe? Which receive honor one of another, and seek not the honor that cometh from God only. Do not think that I will accuse you to the Father. There is one that accuses you already, even Moses, in whom you trust. For had ye believe Moses, you would have believed me, for he wrote of me. But if ye believe not his writings, how shall ye believe my words? So that is the end of chapter 5. And we will continue this presentation in the next broadcast. God bless you. Amen.